We're in the middle of the seventh midah harachamim, seventh attribute of mercy. The the shibbos this and this attribute is we're talking after somebody has done shuva. Up until now, it could have very well been the person didn't avera. He he stopped doing it. He continues doing it. How do we view people who have offended us or continue to continue to offend us? And even if they stopped offending us, it doesn't necessarily mean that they did tshuva. Tshuva is a full process where they have to you have to uh, with the dealing with interpersonal relations between Ben Adam and the Chavero, You need to get uh, appeasement uh, along with everything else. You have to make make repairs, you have to make amends, you have to pay for damages, everything you need to do. And so just because somebody stops being offensive doesn't necessarily mean they've done, they've done tshuva. And it doesn't mean that they've made up, it doesn't mean that they're, they've, they've, uh, it doesn't mean they've done tshuva, it, doesn't, it just means that they stop what they're doing. And until now we're talking about how do you view somebody who very well, maybe they, they, even if they stop what they're doing, but they haven't necessarily done tshuva yet. Now, in this, you know, the seventh leader, we're talking about they've done tshuva. They've done hmm? so it's No, yoshuv yirachamenu. Yoshuv yirachamenu, which is, he re, literally translates, he will return and have have mercy, which we imply, which explains here that when you have two people and somebody offends you, even if they make up for it, and even if they they do everything, they pay you back, they apologize, everything, and they're sincere and they really mean it, and they really changed, they're really acting differently towards you now. So still, there usually remains a little bit of a uh, smudge on the relationship. You don't quite see them quite as favorably as you did before. I've noticed something very interesting. That some people have had very major disagreements with, and like within a day or two, like it's clear and we're like, it's the same as it was before, even better, like we went through this difficult conversation and now it's, we were back and good standing. And I've noticed some people have a slight minor one-time disagreement with and like it's like they've become an enemy forever. You know? not, it's, my, it's not necessarily my, my perspective on them. It's just I noticed that they don't look, they don't say hello, they don't say good Shabbos like they used to. It's very interesting that some relationships, you can have a a major disagreement, and afterwards you can have it completely, like it's completely gone. And some, like even minor, like acquaintances or people you just even like you know their face, have a slight disagreement, and then it just stays forever. I don't, I don't understand the differences and why that is. But we're talking here how Hashem, after somebody does tshuva, they're sincere, they made amends. So, if it's between Adam, uh, the way people normally are, it usually remains, a, usually a stain, a smudge remains, and they're not quite the same as they were before. 
They're describing here how Hashem, after somebody does tshuva, Hashem sees them more favorable than he did before. That's not an excuse to go ahead and do a favor and do tshuva because so that Hashem will see a person more favorably. It doesn't quite work that way. But if a person happens to have done an Avera, happens to have done something which is offensive to Hashem, and then does tshuva, then afterwards Hashem views that person in a more positive light. And he explains why. We were describing, we're in the middle of this, how the, uh, the say the Ayulam, Hashem created the Ayulam Hazet with the letter Hey. That means in somehow the shape and the form of the letter Hey is representative of Ayulam Hazet. It's interesting, they did, they did, somebody did, they have some sort of machine that can tell what things, when you make sounds, it makes actually an image. And, the Hebrew letters, when you say the letters, uh, the, the, the sounds of the Hebrew letters it actually registers in this sound machine as looking like a letter. Aleph, somebody says a hey, it looks like a hey. Somebody says a yud, it ends up looking like a yud. It's a very fascinating piece of machinery that develops. Um, but, so the Olam Azet is, as a little bit of a tangent here, Olam Azet is the letter hey, the way it looks, and other. I guess the point is because the letters is not incidental the way they look. It wasn't just a, let's, let's, we need a letter to say hey, and we've already used up these three shapes. There's something very uh, meaningful and profound about these shapes of each letter, which has some, 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 the, the very shape of the letters is, in, is, is, is deliberate and intentional and carries a very deep meaning. So the letter H has a very wide bottom and it has a little opening on the top. So the way around the, the Toma de Boer is explaining that is it's Olam has that on the bottom. People want to do any, something wrong, there's plenty of wide open opportunities to do that. And people can fall out left and right as much as they want. There's plenty of opportunities, no shortage of opportunities to do the wrong thing. Then if somebody wants to do tshuva, they come back in. There's a little hole in the top. They can climb back in the hole in the top. But there's two things. This hole in the top is, is higher up. So you need to exert yourself to get up there. And it is narrow. You need to exert yourself to, uh, to, to get through. It's not so easy to get into that little opening. But uh, nevertheless, it is an opening, and it's available for people to climb back in. And, and that significance is once a person has done an avera, they went out the bottom, so they need to make, in order to come back up the top to avoid these averas in the future, they have to um, restrict themselves more, and they have to exert themselves more. I think that's the idea of climbing up to the top, and it takes more exertion to avoid these problems. In the narrow opening, means the person needs to restrict themselves more. They need more boundaries. They need more protective senses in order to avoid the Avera. And Hashem sees this person, he made this Avera, and now he's exerting himself so much and restricting himself, restricting himself so much, in order to remain, so you see, in order to get back to where he was, the person is now trying a lot harder and doing a lot more in order to, and, and so Hashem sees that and, he's, 
and and you see this person is in, in order to stay in this stature has got to try so much harder than somebody who didn't make it there in the first place to see that sees the effort and looks at this person most favorably someone who had never stinted in the first place, never left and never had to go and get himself come back in. So when you test and come at work and you test I get a copy for people who are present in the room. If something I haven't gotten into the habit of doing. I paid you the test and this Tom of the World booklet here. So now, very top of the page. It comes there. For this reason, to so explain that hey, that when about Shuva, somebody did an Aveira and they and they do Shuva, they have to exert themselves and they have to try harder. And they have to restrict themselves more. So the Mokum Shabale Chuba Indian ain't Sadikin Gimura Nyhulim Lamarisham, where a Bal Chuba, a someone who has done Chuba stands, a complete Sadik is unable to stand in that same place. Meaning the, the that the Dal Chuba has a higher status. What does it mean? I can really explain. Okay, Hashem views him as being in a higher stature, views him more favorably, than, the way we're explaining it here, is Hashem views him more favorably than he views a Tzadik Gomor. It's amazing we're not talking about that right now. We're focusing on Hashem's relationship to that person in Olam Hazeh. After a person does tshuva, the second after he does tshuva, Hashem now views him more favorably than he views a tzaddik gomor. Right, mivnei. Why? Shaloi nishnisu derech pesach tzaddikim, kadeshiyu ima tzaddikim. He didn't go through that opening of the where the tzaddikim are in order to be with the tzaddikim. He didn't go in the bottom to get back in the, in the middle where he was to begin with. Ella, Mishkayu, he, he, he afflicted himself. He exerted himself. He restricted himself. And he entered through the top and opening in the hay. He afflicted himself. And he separated himself from sin. Yoter the Yoter in the Tzadikim, much more than the Tzadikim, because he needed to do it. So that he shouldn't repeat what he did. But Sachakol, in the end of the day, he's exerting himself more and trying harder in order to avoid the same things that Tzadik avoid very, without so much effort. Okay. Therefore, Olu Vaundu. The Madriga Hay. He has climbed up and he's standing in the level of the Hay, whatever that is, referring to this higher stature that he has achieved. Hezo Hamishi Shivigan Aiden, which whatever this is, is referring to a whatever it is, the fifth hole in Gan Aiden, whatever that is referring to. Okay, the Hainu Gaga Hay, referring to the roof of the Hay. He's at the roof, he's not no longer in the bottom or the middle, he's climbed his way up to the rooftop of the Hay. 
But tzaddikim the pesach hay, whereas tzaddikim are in the bottom of the hay. The kinnis is achsadva. So whatever that. So when is there? Kasher odem yaseh tshuva. Therefore, when a person does tshuva, the hainu toshu tshuva is actually a combination of toshu hay. He returns to the hay. If he climbs his way up to this very high level. Amakrima to its place. He climbs up to where the Toshu Vehi climbs up to this. Hey, the Yaksin Kodashbalhu Shinosalov. I said returns his presence to this person. Ainu Shav Kahaba Kahabishaina Bilvad. Hashem doesn't return back to the love he had for this person in the first place. And he yoitivyoita much more. The Hainu Yochu Bilachamenu, which is means he returns and has mercy, has love on this person. Yosef, Vachamim, Yisrael, Yitaknim, Yikavim, Yoyte. He increases his mercy and his love on the Jewish people, and Yitaknim, he straightens them out, fixes them up, and draws them near even closer than they were before. Okay, now he's explaining the last paragraph is what this means for us. And so, this is how a person needs, now he needs, as you mentioned before, that these are very high medvegas, and as every inch closer we get to this madrega, and every inch further away we get, or every centimeter, if you are using metric system, we get closer to this madrega. Every centimeter we get further away from our current state, which may not necessarily be in this video, is a certainly valuable. We don't expect an immediate extreme switch overnight. And in fact, people who make immediate, instant, radical changes usually make in, lose them in a short amount of time. We're looking for gradual progress towards this attitude and towards this type of behavior. So, a person shouldn't hold on to his anger from his previous anger. He shouldn't, be, he shouldn't hold on to his hatred from the previous anger that he had with this person. When he sees that a person has looking for his love. He's, he's trying to make amends. He's trying to improve their relationship. He should have a level of mercy and love on this person much more than he had in the first place. Because now, in the, before they were good friends, but they never had anything wrong. Then they hit a, a stumbling block, a roadblock in their relationship, and now this person wants to overcome that, he's making a greater effort. He's humbling himself, he's embarrassing himself, he's, uh, and, and he's doing that in order to have increase and con- to continue and improve and restore the relationship. So the person, so we view this person, we should see them as more favorably than we saw them in the first place. But Yoma, you should say, He's like a Baal to me, just like a Baal is towards Hashem. He's like a Baal towards me. 
שאין צדיקים גמורים יכולים לעמוד את כולם. צדיק גמור cannot stand near him. That means that I have this great friend from second grade, and we've been friends all life long, he's never done anything to offend me. And there's this other guy who, who went ahead and he did, we had a falling out, and now he came back to make amends. So I should now view this second guy more favorably than this lifelong friend who never did anything wrong whatsoever. And I should draw him near. To extreme closeness. More than I would draw a more than I would draw him closer than I would draw a friend who had never done anything wrong. People who have been like complete tzaddikim towards him, never done anything wrong. People never sinned. So as this person who I had a falling out with, and he went to make amends, and he really sincerely apologized and made up for what he did wrong, I should see him now as more favorably than a person I've never had any problems with ever. That is how we, this, what this Nido, the seventh Nido, the seventh Nido Rachamin Yoshiv Rachamenu, that's what it means as Hashem views us. And that's what it means for us as we should view other people in our lives.